What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for awesomeo.com, and I am back with my FanDuel DFS contenders, my favorites, my top five plays at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end for this Sunday's main slate. Now, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all of our other content goes live. Normally, I say follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman, and that's not changing, but I'm not going to have sim results for you guys. Unfortunately, I'm going on vacation, not going to be around until Sunday night. So this is your only shot at it. Check out these sim results, but I'll be back Monday morning with another showdown video for Monday Night Football. We'll get back to the swing of things. And finally, let me know in the comments section, who are your favorite options at quarterback, running back, wideout, and tight end? We're starting at tight end, and there are three tight ends that are clearly at the top of the heap today. Very different tier, but rounding out that top 10. Cole Komet, Hunter Henry, Robert Tanyan, Dallas Goddard, and Rob Gronkowski. Now, we make our way to my favorites at tight end. Coming in number five, we've got Evan Ingram, 5,700, 8.7 fantasy point projection, taking on Arizona, so we know the pace of the game will be pretty high. Two-point dogs. 45-point game total, middle-of-the-pack defense. This is just basically like a super standard tight end play. 6.2% of the time, Evan Ingram will be in the optimal lineup. He's probably not going to go for a monster day. Has a decent floor, nothing to really be defined problematic. 5,700 is a completely reasonable salary. It's just that Evan Ingram isn't one of the top three guys. You're going to see a very clear delineation at the top of the guys that I want to have my large amounts of exposure concentrated to. Now, number four, Mike Kosicki getting a little bit closer, but not quite there. 5,700. Game script fits in perfectly. They're slight underdogs, seven and a half points, uh, 49 and a half point game total. Chiefs defense is solid against the pass, 13th, terrible against the run. So hopefully the running game can open up the passing game. Again, you're not expecting this monster day out of Gasicki. He only goes for north of 25 fantasy points, like 3.3% of the time. But he does show up in the optimal about 8% of the time. If you like Tua, I love the combination with Gasicki. Now we take a step up. Because at number three, at just $6,000, we've got TJ Hawkinson, 9.9 fantasy point projection, taking on Green Bay. Game script, great. Seven and a half point underdogs in a dome with a 55 and a half point game total against a team with a bottom half defense. 25th against the run, 18th against the pass in Football Outsiders DVOA. Hawkinson can go for north of 25 fantasy points about 2% of the time. But as you can see, shows up in the optimal 11.5% of the time. That's significantly ahead of Gasicki. It doesn't get him get him to one or two, but this is the bigger tier. These are the guys that we want to be looking at. 
Now we're paying a little bit more here for last week's hero. Number two, Darren Waller, 7,100, 12.6 fantasy point projection. Tough matchup from a defensive standpoint, 11th against the run, 5th against the pass, but great game script. It's a coin flip game, so to speak, 2.5 point total, a 51.5 point uh, game total. 4.3% chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points. And he shows up in the optimal 13.8% of the time. We got a big one out of Waller last week. I don't think that that's a reason to get away from him this week. He still looks like the number two tight end of the slate. And at number one, as if it's any surprise, it's Travis Kelsey, 8,200, 15.1 fantasy point projection, taking on the Dolphins. Big favorites, 49.5 point game total. He's the best tight end in football, 24th against the run, 6th against the pass, so you're hoping that the run can help to open up things for Kelsey. This is where you go for upside. 8.5% of the time, Travis Kelsey is going for north of 25 fantasy points. That sort of number is enough to put him in the optimal 14% of the time, and that makes him my number one tight end. Now, wide receiver is pretty tight from 2 to 10, but number one is on a clear another level. DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Justin Jefferson round out the bottom half of my wide receiver top 10s. Who are the favorites at wideout? First, we'll start with Tyreek Hill, 9K, so it's a big price tag, 16.4 fantasy point projection at Miami. We know the drill from Kelsey. Uh, We're hoping that the run opens up the pass. 18% of the time, though, Tyreek Hill goes for north of 25 points. You're looking for a monster day out of Hill, and I think it's possible. That's enough to get him in my top five. He shows up in the optimal 11.5% of the time. I just like getting to Kansas City this week. Now, we're taking a little bit of a step up in tier. Devontae Parker, a little bit easier to get to, 6,500. Same game as Tyreek Hill taking on Kansas City, 12.7 fantasy point projection. We know the the game line now. Dolphins, 7.5 point underdogs, so you're expecting them to throw the entire game. 49.5 point game total, and a middle of the pack pass defense. He goes for north of 25 fantasy points, about 10% of the time, enough to put him in the optimal 13% of the time. We're at that new tier. Two and three look pretty similar. One, just completely different. Number three for me, Michael Thomas. Now, 7,300, taking on Philly in Philly, but they're seven-point favorites and a 44-point game total and the 24th-ranked pass defense. It hasn't been great for Michael Thomas with Taysom Hill under center. I think today could be, or by today, I mean this Sunday, can be a bit of a coming-out party for the Taysom Hill-Michael Thomas combo. He goes for north of 30 fantasy points, or north of 25, excuse me, 13% of the time. That puts him in the optimal 14% of the time. I'm looking for Michael Thomas to rebound this week. I love the matchup. I love the spot. I think he's going to be involved a bit more than he has been. At number two, just the price is too low to ignore. 6,500 for Robbie Anderson. Carolina at home against Denver. Slight favorites, 47-point game total. A mildly difficult pass defense, but 9% of the time Robbie Anderson goes for north of 25. 14.5% of the time he shows up in the optimal because 6,500 just makes a lot of other things work. I love getting to Robbie Anderson for a bit of salary savings because he makes things fit better than just about every other wide receiver except for the number one break out the checkbook 9600 for Devonte adams 21.8 percent chance of being in the optimal lineup that's 50 percent higher than robbie anderson or michael thomas 
I love Adams here, and I don't know how everyone doesn't feel the same way. It, based on ownership, it looks like they do. 20 fantasy point projection, monster favorites, 55 and a half point game total against arguably the worst defense in football, 33% chance for Adams to go north of 25 fantasy points. He shows up in the optimal 22% of the time. That is a massive number for a wideout, particularly on a slate where there is no one near him. He's at the top of the tier. He's at the top of the wideouts. Relative to each position, he's probably the best play on the entire slate. Running back on FanDuel this week is a mess. The difference between 1 and 10 is like 4% chance in sim results. All of these guys look pretty similar. It's hard for me to dive in too much. You can pick any one of these guys, and I, I really couldn't argue with you. So Gallman, Jones, Elliott, Eckler, and Carson round out the bottom of my top 10. It's time to get into my favorites for running back and uh, I'm using that term loosely. First one up at 10K, though, making his return, Christian McCaffrey, 18.6 fantasy point projection. Slight favorites. You like the spot against Denver. Whether it's running the ball or passing the ball, Christian McCaffrey will be involved. You're expecting him to just go back to being normal Christian McCaffrey. The price tag's scary. The 23.8% of the time, McCaffrey's going for north of 25 fantasy points. That is something you will certainly like. 12.8% of the time, he's in the optimal. Now, there's not a huge separation here, but if you've got the extra salary, there's no reason to avoid Christian McCaffrey. Or you could save a little bit of salary, go to Derrick Henry. 18.7 fantasy point projection, Tennessee in Jacksonville, big favorites, big total, terrible defense, 23rd against the run, 31st against the pass. If Henry scores early, you could expect him to be carrying the load in the second half. Carry should be here. 22% of the time, he's going north of 25. Shows up in the optimal slightly more than McCaffrey. I like him a little bit better at that slightly cheaper salary. This spot doesn't get better. Henry should run all over the Jags. You could also save a little bit more salary. Grab my number one running back from DraftKings, 8,700. That's Aaron Jones, 16.4 fantasy point projection. We already know the matchup from Devontae Adams. Terrible against the run, terrible against the pass. Big time favorites, so the game script fits, and a huge total. 17.5% chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points. 13.3% chance of being in the optimal lineup. I love the Packers. I love Aaron Jones. I love Devontae Adams. Right now, I prefer Adams to Jones just because it's really easy to find different running backs. I think Adams is on a different tier from a replacement level standpoint at wideout. That doesn't mean I don't like Jones. That's enough to put him at number three. At number two, 8K, that, that price tag is a little scary, but he still gets to number two. It's James Robinson, 16.1 fantasy point projection, taken on Tennessee. They're underdogs, but a 50-point total and a Tennessee defense that ranks 30th in pass defense. I like this spot for Robinson. Even though they're underdogs, he's involved in the passing game so frequently that really, no matter what the game script is, James Robinson will be a part of it. 12.6% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Sorry, 12.6% chance of scoring north of 25 fantasy points. 13.5% chance of being in the optimal. That puts him ahead of Aaron Jones, but it's not enough to get him to the number one spot. Because my number one running back this week at 6,600, 13.7 fantasy point projection for David Montgomery, taken on Houston. Love the game script. It's a coin flip game, 45 point total. The number 26 run defense, the number 25 pass defense. We're not talking about the monster day. Only goes for north of 25, 8% of the time, but he's in the optimal 14.3% of the time because 6,600 is too cheap of a price to pass up on. 
I think he's the best combination of upside and price for the slate. And that's enough to put David Montgomery in the one spot. Before we get to the quarterbacks, one last time, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. The likes help me out a ton. Apologies for not having updates as we get closer to lock, but please still follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. That's the one that helps me out a ton. It's time to dive into the final five favorites at quarterback. Now, my number one guy is certainly on his own tier, and it won't be much of a surprise when we get there. The rest of these guys are pretty interchangeable, so make sure you're paying attention to correlation in your lineup and to the stacking if those guys fit. Rivers, Stafford, Tua, Tannehill, and Russell Wilson round out the bottom of my top 10. Let's get to number five. And at number five, we've got Deshaun Watson. 8K goes for 20.3 fantasy points, north of 25, 30% of the time. It's a tough defensive spot. Bears D, 5th against the run, 11th against the pass, but it's a coin flip game with a 45-point total, and I just think that Deshaun Watson is really good. 8K is not something I'm worried about. Can get there on the ground, which is pretty helpful. Look, these guys are not separated by much. If you prefer Wilson, if you prefer Tannehill or Tua, I get it. If you prefer some of these guys that I have ranked above it, obviously, I get it. But right now, Watson is projected for enough to put him in my top five. Now we've got my number one quarterback from DraftKings. It's Tom Brady, 7,800, just a little bit too expensive in this spot. 20.8 fantasy point projection. A tough spot against Minnesota, ninth against the pass, but six and a half point favorites and a north of 50 game total is what really stands out to me. Brady goes for north of 25 fantasy points about 33% of the time. That seems like a lot, but it's still not enough to separate at quarterback. Shows up in the optimal 6.5% of the time. As I mentioned, he's one in DraftKings. He's fourth on FanDuel. I do love Tom Brady this week. We take a little bit of a step forward for number three. We're going to Pat Mahomes, 8,900. He's the best quarterback in football. 23.7 fantasy point projection at Miami. Now, big favorites, 7.5 point line. Basically a 50-point game total. We're hoping that the run opens up the pass because they are really good as a pass defense. Sixth in Football Outsiders DVOA. Mahomes goes for north of 25 fantasy points. Buckle up. 44.8% of the time, this is the guy that just hangs monster days. You got to pay for it, though. That's where it gets a little tricky. Shows up in the optimal 7.5% of the time. Sometimes that cost is just not efficient enough, but it is enough to get him to the number three spot. At number two, I want to go to Taysom Hill. 7.8% chance of being in the optimal. He's 7,700. Seven-point favorites against Philly. Uh, They're 24th against the pass, 12th against the run. Middle of the pack game total, but I like Taysom Hill in this spot because of how much he can be involved in the running game. The pass won't be as as important, and if he can pick up some six-point rushing touchdowns, that's what moves Taysom Hill further up the ranks on FanDuel. I think he fits perfectly here. Uh, If you want to run him naked, I think that's fine. If you want to go to Michael Thomas, very clearly not a problem either. Goes for north of 25 fantasy points 34% of the time. That puts him in the two spot. But the number one guy is very clearly my number one guy. And that would be Aaron Rodgers, 9,100, 23.4 point fantasy projection at Detroit. Big favorites, huge total, great defensive matchup. All signs point to Rodgers being the clear best quarterback option on the slate. 41% chance of going for north of 25 fantasy points. I think north of 30 is very easily on the table. Don't be surprised for Aaron Rodgers to just hang a hell of a day. 9.2% chance of being in the optimal. He's the only guy above 8%. I don't see this going anywhere. 
This is the guy you want. Aaron Rodgers, without question, the number one quarterback option this week. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NFL DFS contenders for week four's Sunday main slate. They're my favorites, my top five at each position. Thank you for joining me. Look for the link for the DraftKings version of this video. It should be around. Apologies for not having updates as we get closer to lock. I'm just not going to be around, but we will get back to normal starting Monday morning for Monday Night Football Showdown content. Can't wait to talk about it. It should be fun. Best of luck on the slate this Sunday. Enjoy yourselves. I'll talk to you again for the top fives for next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.